Welcome to FMAO, for mature audiences only, with your hosts, Jake Haslow and Tommy Danger. Hello, adults in the room. Welcome to FMAO, for mature audiences only, where we share our anomalous perspectives on societal trends. My name is Jake Haslow. I'm over here in Philadelphia, PA, joined by my co-host, Tommy Danger, over in New York City. Tommy, how are you identifying today? Hello, Jay, my fellow adult in the room. It's another great day here in New York City. Today, I am identifying as a male uterus. A male uterus. Ooh. This is a subtle Those nod. pretty rare. This is a subtle nod and a shout out to one of our faithful female listeners who has commented on that I kept identifying as female body parts, but today, I'm identifying as a male uterus. So take that. Jay, how are you <laughs> identifying today? Yes, so today on, on the, well, so you're identifying as a male uterus. That's all over the place. Um, <laughs> I, I am identifying as an obese black woman. Obese black woman. There you go. Yes, very strategically done by me because we might be talking about a certain obese black woman later today in this recording now, now when they say bbw is that is that what that is big black woman is that what that is big bodied woman i don't know i don't keep up with the kids yeah i see the i, I, I know, see the i've I need, seen bbw a million times yeah it's but one i don't of those. think i've ever i've never bothered to go deeper into that because i, I kind of know i'm not into it yeah the older so i get like, the more bother? i have to use urban dictionary like it's like you mm. can that's like my Nah, but like digital, kinda, it's like like my digital niece. You know, like I have to find out references to, but I have to look up Urban Dictionary. <laughs> yeah, but I I know I, I know what a BBC is, and I'm not into that. So, <laughs> and I'm like, likewise, I'm like, I don't think I'd be into BBW either. So yeah. I just like I'll, I'll just leave it be. Obese but today, like woman, I said, yeah. So strategically, I am mm-hmm. I'm an I'm an obese black woman today. Mm-hmm. Because we might be talking about a certain obese black woman, and I can get away with it today, mm-hmm. because I myself am yeah. an obese black woman. Yeah, you're. you're and if you deny that to me, yeah. transgender people are not real. You are denying my existence mm-hmm. if you do not let me have that. Yeah. So, yeah. My my yeah. male uterus identity applauds you for for being a obese black. Thank woman. you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Do you have a do you have a special pronoun for that or uh uh ouchie <laughs> <laughs> ouchie that's the first thing that came to mind <laughs> ouchie okay ouchie thank you for that ouchie yeah so uh we have we have a shit ton to get into today it's mm-hmm. like you you texted me earlier when it rains it pours yeah so basically we came in with a couple things we wanted to talk about we're going to merge those into one episode today mm-hmm. but before we even get into all that there's a couple other things for us to chat about before we get into our other segments. So this coming week, so we're recording now on Friday, and we are going to be sprinkling episodes all throughout this coming week with everything that we're recording here tonight. So um, where should we start? Uh, i like to bring up uh, a quick shout out, a quick mention to Peter Thiel's new dating app, The Right Stuff. There is a viral video going around, a promo video going around of uh, electric diverse group of women talking about the types of men they want to date. And it's all it's all it's basically a promo video for a conservative dating app called The Right Stuff. And even before it's not, it hasn't even launched yet, but it's already make it making its uh, press rounds. And I just found it hilarious. Jay, what's your take on that? Did you get to see the video, the the the, the link I sent you? Yeah. So so this is just a little teaser because uh, I've actually I just installed the app. There you go. So it is available, people. So for all you conservatives out there looking <laughs> for some love, um, I installed it. So it's all very new right now. So we'll see how it goes this coming week. But I'm planning on maybe giving it a whirl. Yeah. And maybe reporting on it next week. So stay tuned for that. And that's that's your job because I'm on Android. I'm not on Apple. So it doesn't. Oh, it's it's, it's Apple a, only. It's an iPhone only. It's one of those things. It happens oh. all the time. Happens all the time. Us Android users were oppressed 
but yeah. we don't we don't like throw a fit about it. We don't protest about it. We're just like, yeah, yeah. we're kind of uh, we're kind of uh, beta in that way. <laughs> yeah, you're used to not being elite it's like, like us Apple owners. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, you're used to it by now. Yeah, we'll we'll live and yeah. we'll live with the anonymity. We'll allow you guys, the iPhone users, to be the to, to, be, to be the lab rats and see how it is first, and report back to us, see how it is. Yeah, although I did hear that they're going to require men to pay, mm-hmm. and it's free for women. Mm-hmm. So, if anybody's been listening to my introversion podcast as of late, I've been really hitting hard on the MGTOW themes. So, mm-hmm. it's weird for me to be confronted with this new right conservative dating app because I'm I'm literally I've been swearing off dating apps altogether for the past week. But not only are you signing up for it, but you're you're thinking about paying for it. I mean that's like a double (laughs) slap in my face. Here I am ready to leave dating apps altogether. It's like you swore off sugar, but you have a big nice donut in front of you. Yeah. It's like right. What to do? So I'm like yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll circle for back now, to that. We'll circle back. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. We'll we'll come back to that probably next week. But for now, <laughs> um, let's take a look at this video real quick because I, I saw it really quick earlier today, mm-hmm. and I got a, a kick out of it, and you did too. So I'm gonna just play it just to remind myself, and um, then we'll chat about it here. So I like an independent man. Personally, I like the alpha male vibe. Why do you want to date a conservative? For me, at least I know that we're going to start off with some shared values. Well, the conservative men I've dated at least know how to treat me like a woman. I like that they understand their role in the relationship as a man. And what's the biggest red flag when it comes to dating? A Democrat. No Democrats. A Democrat. Can't be a Democrat. A Democrat. That's easy. A Democrat. No Democrats. So no. (laughs) All right. So... I just watched the video. Um, yeah, shits and giggles, shits and giggles. For shits and giggles. The thing is, is like, the the, the ending is kind of hilarious because each one of the girls is like, no Democrats, no Democrats, no Democrats, no Democrats. You remember? And I'm like, yeah. But it, it, the way it's done, it's like, it, it's almost like it's they're the part of the problem. You know, it's like they're just opposite sides of the coin that the coin is the problem in America. You know, right. Part of me was like a part of me was like, this has to be not real. This has to be a parody, like a a parody. This has to be like someone's effing around, you know, like someone is like an offshoot SNL sketch comedy team. Made it this. does have it, that SNL vibe. Like it it looks sure. so like it's obviously actors, actresses. Yeah. It's obviously like got that good range of diversity and they're trying to make it look authentic yeah. and engaging, but it's obviously a production. Like they're, these are not like normal people. They're, they're actresses, yeah. but, yeah. uh, but yeah, it is like, they're, they're not just drawing a line in the sand, but they're building a wall. <laughs> they're, they're making it very distinct. They're very, very making it very binary. Those Republicans love building those walls. <laughs> yeah. But, you know what I mean, though, when I say, like, you're right. It is a car- it's a cartoon. It's a caricature. It's an SNL parody. Mm-hmm. Like, but they're, but the, the sentiment behind it, I mean, this is like the, the people, the marketing people strategizing and Peter Thiel and all these, like, this is kind of what they're going for, though. You know, and the kind of people who would use this app, don't you think they would kind of fit the bill for this? Like, they probably all hate Democrats just like that. And you know what I mean? Like, don't, wouldn't you say? But it's like that. It's interesting because it's we've seen. I'm sure there are very like mid-level like Christian dating apps and so on and so forth. You know, like there's <coughs> J, yeah, J Day for Jewish people. You know, there's there's a, a dating app for Black people. But it's like this is the one where it's like it's using politics as its main uh, branding shield, in a sense. Like, it's running with that with that badge of, like, no, this is for... Yeah. This is not for Democrats, which is... <clears throat> and it's not, like, for liberal. It's not... They didn't soften it up, language-wise, which is, like, to me, it's hilarious and also somewhat admirable, too. I'm, I'm gl- like, it's, yeah. like, it's ballsy. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's why I have to laugh at it, but it's, like... 
it is a caricature though it's a it's an oversimplification you mm-hmm. know it's like but realistically if i do try it out mm-hmm. the kind of people i'm going to be matching with i mean okay one of the girls said early on one of her lines was like mm-hmm. i want shared values i want to meet a guy with shared values and i'm mm-hmm. like okay that's a good point mm-hmm. you know because that's also i want to meet somebody with shared values yeah so the the shared values thing is is really important to me because i'm like whether somebody I date is Republican or Democrat or whatever, mm-hmm. like if we get serious, if we get married, if I were to even consider getting married, which is mm-hmm. very much unlikely, and let's face it, mm-hmm. it's unlikely I'm going to meet somebody I even like that much, much mm-hmm. less share values with. Mm-hmm. But let's just say hypothetically I meet this unicorn. Mm-hmm. We have to have shared values because mm-hmm. I'm like, are we going to give our kid the jab? Yeah. And and the the multi 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 jab mm-hmm. like the uh, the seasonal the jab boost, yeah, yeah the seasonal jabs and <laughs> like you know and, and there's Republicans mm-hmm. who are totally fine with that mm-hmm. and there are Democrats who aren't yeah. so it's like the values thing is more important to me than whether somebody is Republican or Democrat mm-hmm. yeah typically people are going to be more like this way in the Republican side than the Democrat mm-hmm. side but you know what I mean it's like. Values is important as opposed to political party, mm-hmm. you know, but so that is that point. And the only other point I want to make is we're going to keep this brief here because this isn't our main segment on it. Mm-hmm. But the only thing else I want to say is one of the chicks said how to treat me like a real woman. Mm-hmm. OK. And the thing is, like you and I know, we've talked about women and a little yeah, bit. I'll smack things. your ass and tell you to make me a sandwich, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I said, listen, bitch. <laughs> I've been holding that in this whole time. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Telling it like it is. So um, I'm a Republican. Don't... Listen to me, woman. <laughs> Get your ass in the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, all joking aside, you're saying that, but there is some truth to it yeah. in the sense of like, they want to be treated like a real woman when they say that. It's all code language, though. Mm-hmm. And this is where I get back to AWALT. Mm-hmm. Basically, all women are like that. Mm-hmm. And basically, whether you're Republican or Democrat or whatever, yeah. women all want to be treated like a queen, like a princess and whatever. And a lot of them, I noticed one thing in this video, none of them talked about how they will cherish and uphold their man and what they will Yeah, what they're to bringing the to the table. Typical of women on yeah. all the dating apps, their profiles, the yeah, commercials, even though this is a it's, conservative it's always dic- about what they want. Yeah. And what kind of man they want that will give them what they want. That is the nature of the dynamic, the conversation. And every time, it's like code. I see the matrix. Once you're red-pilled, when I hear a woman say, "How I want a man who knows how to treat me like a real woman. I'm like, okay, you want a guy to pay for your new shoes, to pay for your new outfits, to take you out to dinner, fancy restaurants, take you in the private jet, go to this place, travel here, travel there, furnish, you know. Furnish your, pay for your lavish lifestyle, you know, furnish your amazing home. Like just, this is what you want. That's code for that. Mm-hmm. And and the thing is, like, as a traditional sort of guy, I would be more than happy to do that. But it has to come from a place of, like, I genuinely love the girl I'm with. And I want to take care of her naturally. Well, yeah, it's like you traditional know? roles. You're fulfilling traditional yeah. roles. If, you, yeah. if you're the breadwinner, will she be good? with a domesticated lifestyle you know will she be you know taking care of everything inside the house or will she be tommy lauren conservative Mm -hmm. who's conservative but she's out there with high-powered woman high-powered this celebrity that running the world bitch boss boss Mm -hmm. bitch Mm -hmm. people like me and people like my friends who are go-getters who work really hard who make their own money who are talented skilled ambitious Yet another modern woman who wants men to uphold all the traditional gender roles, but doesn't uphold them herself. I mean, what do you mean you want a conservative guy? Well, you're not really a conservative woman. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and that's the thing that rubs me wrong about this. And this is my prediction. If I decide to use this app, mm-hmm. I bet you it's going to be a lot of women like this yeah. who are just like, yeah, I love Trump. I love shooting guns. I want a real man who blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's not necessarily the kind of woman I want to be with. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like I want a sweet feminine girl, mm-hmm. you know, somebody who actually cares about me. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, I also don't want a simpleton who's just going to be in the kitchen cooking and cleaning. Like I want to 
a real three-dimensional person. No, no, no. a sense no, of humor, you can't, you personality, can't have you have to have intellect. A, you have to get a sweet girl who's, who's, uh, who's uh, a girl next door, very no, beautiful, nothing. but yeah. just, just, uh, just dumb as a doorknob. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would certainly take that over a radical leftist feminist, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But, you know, but at the end of the day, like, how much do I want either of those or any yeah. of those? And I'm like, eh. Yeah. I think I'll pass, but anyway, that's, that's what we got here for now on, uh, the right stuff. Yeah. We will revisit this perhaps next week. If I I can't wait till it comes out on Android, I can finally get my dirty little fingers on it (laughs) (laughs) and then we can both report back on it. But, uh, let's get into, let's get into, uh, more, uh, global and international themes. We have two here for you in a little international segment that we're going to doing, um, the first one is uh, Italy has elected a new prime minister, a female prime minister for that, and her speech that she has made is making its rounds because it is, quote, deemed far right. And people such as Ted Cruz and Majority, uh, Majority Taylor Greene in the U.S. have stated that is, quote, unquote, spectacular and beautifully set. So I have here the speech because YouTube has supposedly banned the speech on its platform. I have the translated transcript here for us, and I'll go through it pretty quickly. It, the speech goes like this from the Italy PM, Georgia Maloney. Why is the family an enemy? Why is the family so frightening? There's a single answer to all these questions. Because it defines us, because it is our identity, because everything that defines us is now an, ident- an enemy for those who would like to, us to no longer have an identity and to simply be perfect consumer slaves. And so they attack national identity. They attack a religious identity. They attack gender identity. They attack family identity. I can't define myself as Italian, Christian, woman, mother. No, I must be citizen X, gender X. Parent one, parent two, I must be a number. Because when I am only a number, when I no longer have an identity or roots, then I will be the perfect slave at the mercy of financial speculators, the perfect consumer. That's why we inspire so much fear. That's why this event inspires so much fear. Because we do not want to be numbers. We will defend the value of human being. Every single human being, because each of us has a unique genetic code that is unrepeatable. And like it or not, that is sacred. We will defend it. We will defend God, country, and family. Those things that disgust people so much. We will do it to defend our freedom because we will never be slaves and simple consumers at the mercy of financial speculators. That is our mission. What a little speech. That is is amazing. Jay, what's your quick hitter uh, first thoughts on that little little rousing, rousing monologue? Yeah, it's it's like music to my ears. Mm-hmm. It's just wonderful to hear that from a politician, you know, from I mean, a female from a female politician in a European country. It is it's great to, see. but yeah. she's Italian PM Georgia Maloney is a freedomist. She's she's one of us. Well, <laughs> this is the first time we're talking or hearing about her. I don't know her full views on everything, but mm-hmm. from that alone, it certainly sounds in line with our freedomist views for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, here's the thing where I'm like, you're, I don't know how you identify religiously now. I call myself agnostic. Or you're also agnostic, right? I, I wouldn't even use the word agnostic. I would say that, you know, some people, I, I've seen Jewish people say that they're non-practicing. So I kind of adopted that for myself. I was raised Protestant, but I'm non-practicing. Um, I, I attend digital services with my parents every now and then. That's about it. Um, I'm kind of open to the idea of attending actual services with my just with my parents for the sake of it to, to hang out with my parents and to make them happy that's about it but uh but but agnostic i'm not so sure if i was i'm like like, like agnostic agnostic i'm not even sure if i will say if i'm an agnostic i'm not really a, yeah yeah so you'd rather say you're a non-practicing yeah. protestant yeah yeah there's there's still some values that there's still some things that i find myself thinking back on and I'll bring it. So it's like for to for me to say I'm agnostic doesn't really make sense because I still refer to things that I 
learned in my Christian time. Yeah, I mean, I, I still have all that Christian knowledge in me. I know the Bible inside mm-hmm. out and all that, but mm-hmm. I, I would still say I'm agnostic because... Mm-hmm. That's probably simpler I that don't, way. I don't know what... Not even for the simplicity aspect, mm-hmm. but more so... I don't know what happens after we die. Yeah. I don't know if there are aliens. I don't know if there's a God. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, there's far more in the universe that I don't know. And I'm willing to admit that. Yeah. Whereas I think a lot of other people, whether you're Christian or atheist or whatever... They won't even admit that. People so how does make how does having things that they yeah don't how does know. how does having sorry to cut you off but how does having oh uh, how would having I could see the other identities but how would how would ha- having a religious identity strike fear in those of the quote unquote financial speculators basically? Well, what I was about to say the reason why and I'm glad I asked you about your mm-hmm. religious views instead of just assuming you're agnostic so. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I brought it up is there she is talking about God and and I'm like, I don't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have a problem with her saying God, you know, I don't, I don't have a problem because everything that it represents is more or less correct to me. Mm-hmm. You know, when she talks about when people talk about God given rights and, you know, inalienable rights and, you know, we're unique DNA and every, every person has a soul and whatever flowery language or however you want to put it, I conceptually I'm cool with that, Mm -hmm. you know? So if it takes a Christian or a Muslim to say, Oh, you are a loved creature by the creator or whatever. I don't have a problem with that. You know, again, I'm agnostic. So I'm like, I don't know, maybe there is a God, maybe there isn't. But in terms of values though, I'm like, I loved everything she was saying in that speech. Yeah. I, I I think I'm maybe just a notch stronger, a little bit more leaning towards, the Christian values than than someone like yourself perhaps is because I what she's talking about people living in tradition and tradition is important basically a lot of things that we talk about here on FMA are, are, are we're, we're criticizing people who are too free where they lack so much tradition to a point they're completely lost people well yeah. in terms of what this prime minister was talking about in terms of you know, family identity, uh, sexual identity, gender identity, so on and so forth. Um, and when I come across young people, they can't, like, it's it's just nonstop. Like, every day is a circus of finding yeah. what, what new identity they should embrace. Not just sexually, yeah. but also in terms of body art, tattoos, piercings, in terms of recreational drug use, in terms of travel. It's like... It's it's a it's a it's a such a far far world for a lot of people, young people living in liberal cities, where to have a job, to have a nine to five, uh, to have like no, it's like that's not a thing anymore. To have a career, it doesn't make any sense to to live in that traditional sense. To have a a strong identity of who you are, by living so vicariously through so so unpredictably, you, you can be a free spirit, but also at the same time you're gonna be. What she's saying, I completely understand the sense that you're going to be um, the best consumer for all the corporations. Like to to know that because tradition oh, yeah. like lies on predictability. Like you have a pattern and you never change by that pattern. You, you're there, you're looking for a mate to start a family, maybe on the right stuff. And then, uh, and then then from there on having a family identity having a religious identity having just strong norms strong traditions means that you never really waver much which means yeah. that your 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 shopping routines and travel routines and everything is being predictable like these consumer companies and banks and financial services they thrive off of change and transition yeah, that's an interesting point you're making but on the other hand, someone like me, like I do think variety is the spice of life, though, Absolutely. to some degree. Yeah. I think the difference is when we're talking about freedom and freedomism, the key distinguishing point here is that people lack boundaries. Hmm. You know, variety is good. Variety is not the problem. Being a consumer and buying different products, or eating different foods, breaking free of this schedule you're talking about, there's nothing wrong with that. Hmm. But... If there's no limit to it, people will continue and go off and off and off and off and off and off and off further in this crazy direction to the point where we're literally like, I'm identifying as a black woman 
Like I am a black woman. Mm-hmm. You and I kid about round about it, but I'm like, no, there's people legitimately who look like me mm-hmm. who would say I'm an obese black woman mm-hmm. and they mean it. And everybody else needs to accept it as truth. Mm-hmm. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's a slippery slope. But the problem is we have, we have slipped off that slope for the last few years. Mm-hmm. And it is like society is off the rails. Mm-hmm. It's gone off the rails. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? So that's where I'm like, okay, between cons- what you're basically describing in her speech is conservatism. Mm-hmm. Conservatism is very much like traditional values. Yep. You know, there, there's a certain right way to do things. You, you adhere to tradition, culture, principles. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm a mix. You know, I'm an eclectic person who's like, you know, there's a lot of things about tradition, about being Indian that have no value to me my whole life. You know? And, you know, I'm the worst Indian ever. You are not officially the worst Korean ever, but there's things about Korean culture that you don't really like in Korean traditions. I mean, like I love K-pop and you kind of can't stand it, you know? So there's like, you know what I'm saying? Like there's different things about culture and tradition. Mm -hmm. And I think it's up to the individual to choose whether you accept it or like it or not. There's not anything inherently good or bad with it, unless you're talking about it's our tradition to kill the second born child of every family. Like Mm -hmm. that's a bad tradition. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, so there can be good traditions, bad traditions, whatever. But like, mm-hmm. um, but what I'm saying here, back to her speech is as an outsider, yeah. I can listen to it and I can be an agnostic and not necessarily believe in this God she's talking about, but I can still respect the values that she's describing. I guess I guess it, it, it makes great sense, mm-hmm. especially when you're combating against the globalists. Yeah, who, I guess who want to do everything that she outlined. They want to break us down, have no integral core family unit. Yeah. They don't even, they want little kids to look in the mirror and not even know what they're seeing. Like they're not a little boy. They're not a little girl. They're like, I don't know what I am. Yeah. And they go to some public school education or some internet program and they get brainwashed TikTok to, to think they're all kinds of whatever. It leads to chaos and it leads to broken people. And whether people want to admit it or not on the left our society is like so fundamentally flawed and broken. Mm -hmm. It's undeniable. I guess listening to you, I I got my own perspective straightened out, which is uh, I want to be the weird guy. I don't want these other people who are transsexual, who are just like, like just, (laughs) they look like a, just a, an alien, actual alien, you know, and they're, they're well, just... Matt, Matt, Matt Walsh had a great point about this. Because yeah. you're basically saying you you want to do it right. You want to be the weird guy. You want to do it right. I want to see families thriving. I want to see young people thriving in their careers, in their small a stability businesses. to society. And to, to, to partner off and to have offsprings. And I want to be the, the weird neighborhood guy as like old bachelors, just like in his own world and tinfoil hat and like uh but uh but see there's everyone's like that all the all the gen zers are weirder than me you know no but 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 here's here's matt walsh's point about yeah tell me when he's looking at these androgynous ambiguous gender spectrum weirdos whatever Uh he's like look at them they all look the same (laughs) this is why you'll notice that drag queens though they are supposed to be fierce individualists, all end up looking exactly the same. It's almost like there's a drag queen uniform, which happens to be modeled after early 90s Tim Burton films for whatever reason. This is true, too, of of people who endeavor to be non-binary or androgynous in their style of dress. They all end up looking the same, right? Right down to the hairstyle and the facial piercings. Here they are talking about being unique and different and whatever. Look at them. Yeah. Look at every girl I see in the dating app. She wants to be an empowered, strong, feminist woman here in Philly. Then why do you all have the same tats, the same nose piercings, the same haircut, the same politics? Like, they're all carbon copies of each other. There's nothing unique about any one of these girls Every time, Every time I see a girl, it's always a girl. Every time I see a woman with, like, green hair, purple hair, pink hair, I'm just like, I should do that, and I should record. I I should do that for myself. I should get green hair. And I'll record me saying a lot of conservative things with green hair. Just like women should, all women should get married, young, have kids before the age of 30. 
they women should like just go in the kitchen make sandwiches for their husbands. So is this going to be your new TikTok channel? <laughs> it's gonna you you might in a, down the line on FMAO you might see me with green hair. Who knows? Oh God! I might, God be, help I might us. become I might become Joker incarnate. But let's move on to the uh, second part of the international news section. Uh, Jay, are you ready to go f- to war? <laughs> no, I am not. Uh, World War Three is. Uh, What's about what was your pronoun again? I already forgot it. Male uterus. What was the pronoun though? Uh, oh yeah, ouchie. 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 Sorry to answer your question. Mm-hmm. No, I am not, Ouchie. Yeah, yeah. Neither am I. I don't know how I'm going to fit a helmet around my my small little male uterus. But uh, we are. One, it feels like we are one step closer to World War Three as Ukraine is officially uh, applying for membership in NATO. Uh, and while uh, Putin is also celebrating that he is annexed for Ukrainian provinces. So the war over there has not gone down. If anything, it is steadying with these uh, political moves. And to remind our mature audiences, NATO is an alliance of war. So if any of those members of the alliance go to war, then everyone is involved. Meaning that if Ukraine is accepted into NATO, then by default, U.S. will be fighting a war against Russia. So what is our... First, quick hitter thoughts on the possibility of all this happening. Well, when I keep hearing, I heard saw some Crowder headlines, World War Three, nuclear war, all this mm-hmm. stuff. Like, you know what I think of? I just think of, mm-hmm. you know, I don't. Th- it's funny you ask me, am I ready to go to war? Because that's the last thing I thought about. Like, <laughs> like we wouldn't be drafted. I think we're beyond the age or whatever. We are the the, the benefits, the joys of being old men. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, reap the rewards or whatever. But uh, no, I I think of a nuclear annihilation. Like mm-hmm. I'm just thinking of the end of humanity, like just, yeah. just evisceration of humanity. And I'm like, I'm looking at the upside. You know, I'm just thinking like, I don't know. It's not all bad. I sound a little bit like Bill Burr here, but I'm just like, ah, eh, you know, fuck it. You know. Yeah, I think yeah, I'll, you, I'll. I think we, I'll. We've do- had a good run. Yeah, I think I'll, if we get into some post-apocalyptic world where we're just scavenging, like I think I think I'll be I think I'll be able to get by. I'll, I'll figure I'll figure something you still, out. Are you still going to dye your hair green if that happens? Uh, yeah, and I'll be part of some green hair tribe, whatever it is. I think I think I'll be a good chameleon, just like make sure I get. I don't. Part. I don't think the green hair tribe is going to survive very long because <laughs> you know they're all leftists and shit. So. You want to be? Like, I picked up wrong tribe. The, I picked yeah. the wrong tribe from the get go. You want to be in the uh, the MAGA crowd? The yeah, MAGA crowd. Yeah, but my quick two cents on Ukraine and NATO and all this is uh, one: you could, you know, pick the easy side of being conservative and just, you know, poop on the Democrats and the Biden administration and all that, but. A little bit more critical perspective on all this is one how leadership is top down. Like you can't deny that any organization, everyone parrots and mimics who the top boss is. And with Biden in the control seat, we've seen nothing but continued um, chaos and lack of strong decision making. Mr. President, thank you. At the end of such a momentous event, the word thank you seems kind of inadequate, but for all the millions whose lives will be saved, for the communities where life will be transformed, thank you. So thank you, President Biden, for your... We don't have to go far back to see the complete meltdown and breakdown of of organization and leadership in Afghanistan. If that's how our military and our foreign policy is going to be behaving, yeah. then Ukraine and also all the billions of dollars that has supposedly gone to Ukraine to support the efforts yeah. there, this is not a good thing for every American. Um, no matter which side of politics you are, this yeah. is not going to be a good thing at all. We are looking at, um, in terms of internationally, policy-wise, 
financially, economic-wise, we're, we're looking yeah. at, ahead as some tough times. And I'm, honestly, I'm, a, I'm afraid of that. I tell all my friends and family, take your money, as much as money, almost all the money you have in stock markets, take it out of it. Hold on to cash right now because it's, it's, it doesn't look good right now to, from my perspective. Yeah, but cash is also like decreasing in value every day. Exactly. Inflation. But it's, I like your point, though, about the top down thing, because I'm just like, look at Biden, look at Kamala Harris. And um, funnily enough, before we recorded tonight, I yeah. was watching our boy Dave Rubin yeah. for the first time in a while. Your boy, he, Dave he, Rubin. Your yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> My boy. So the classical um, liberal. Yeah, right. yeah, classic the, um, liberal. His his thumbnails always lure me in, though. That's always yeah. the ever lurking danger. So yeah. I clicked. I clicked. Yeah. He had a thing on Kamala, uh-huh. and I was just like, Kamala's gaff. And I clicked it, and I was like, So you you might not know about this, and to, but to your point of the top down leadership, obviously Biden is like not even there. He's mm-hmm. wandering around like a mm-hmm. nameless old man, like mm-hmm. just completely brain dead. It's embarrassing yeah. for him. Yeah. It reminds me of my grandmother before she passed away. She was not there. She was not there. Yeah. So there's that. And then Kamala. Kamala goes to the border of South Korea and North Korea. Mm -hmm. You didn't see this, right? I'm going to tell you I saw clips of it, but please fill me in. So she literally announces, Mm -hmm. we have a strong connection, a strong alliance with North Korea. The United States shares a very important relationship, which is an alliance with the Republic of North Korea. And it is an alliance that is strong and enduring. <laughs> she got that wrong. Well, you tell me. Are we are we allied with North Korea or South techni- Korea? You tell me, Mister. We're technically Korea, in war with the U.S. Is technically still at war with North Korea. Right. So I'm like, yeah, people make gaffes, mm-hmm. but I'm like, that's a huge gaffe. Th- that is like again back to your point of top down leadership. Mm-hmm. You don't show up at the border of the, with heated tensions between mm-hmm. India and Pakistan yeah. or North Korea and South Korea. Yeah. And you just say you have an alliance with the completely enemy country. Mm-hmm. So so hold on to that point mm-hmm. because I'm like, yeah, remember remember a couple of weeks ago when I said uh, Kamala Harris is a fucking buffoon? Yep. Well, well, there you go. <laughs> you know, so this is what I mean. Example after example after example. It's incompetence. Mm-hmm. gross negligence, idiocy. And I'm like, it's embarrassing. It's mm-hmm. embarrassing for America. It's mm-hmm. embarrassing for brown people. It's embarrassing for... And the fact that people would be proud of her and all that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, God. I mean, like, I'm glad I made that rant before and I might do a follow-up on it just for that as a short... Yeah, it's the but same, anyway. Same thing but, happened... But I, quick, quick, just along with that parallel. Same thing happened when I noticed the, the Boston mayor, this Asian female mayor... And uh, she was so pro-vaccine, uh, pro pro uh, jab, um, and it was it was just uh, it was disgusting. It was it was very hard to watch to for her to talk about, you know, the the rules and the compliance issues that she has mandated for for the students for the children, and it was just. You mean back in twenty twenty one or recently? Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the 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 height of the pandemic. And um, it was just very uh, disheartening to see that, you know, it's just very strong leftist, leftist controlism, anti-freedomism, and to see that done with someone who looks like me, the same race. You know, yeah. it's very hard to celebrate, oh, first female, first uh, female, first, first Asian mayor of a major city on the East Coast, I believe. But, uh, but yeah, it was uh, very not nice to watch. It's not good. It, it doesn't look good. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. What I was going to say about the, the top-down leadership, though, with Biden and Harris, I'm like, I thought of this earlier today. I was like, it's funny how Trump was demonized in every possible way by everybody for anything he said or did, right? Mm-hmm. And yet he met with uh, Kim Jong-il or whatever from North Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, he met with Putin, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We did not go to war mm-hmm. with North Korea. We did not go to war with Russia. Yeah, and also, right. for that matter... And here we are, and here we are now on the mm-hmm. brink of nuclear war, all of this, you know. However much our involvement is in it, it's like, it's a fucked up situation. And I'm like... North Korea, it's, we have not never seen, and this is like the only thing that has 
even though I'm not a great Korean, I'm not the worst Korean ever. Because uh, North Korea and U.S. never had better relationships since that moment that Trump uh, was was all across the border and just holding hands side by side with Kim Jong Un, mm. and uh, it's it was mind blowing to me because. Yeah. And this is this is yeah this is yeah. my point. It's yeah. like honestly, anybody listening to this, left or right, do you think we are better off mm-hmm. with Trump shaking hands with North Korean mm-hmm. dictator leader mm-hmm. and shaking hands with Putin and us not going to war, which is how it was for those four years, mm-hmm. or are we better off now with Kamala going there and saying we have a strong alliance with North Korea when she means South Korea, mm-hmm. or us? shunning Putin, and now we're at the wo- onset of war. and uh, Not onset, it's already been happening. Yeah, so, so everything... We're, we're better off, let's be honest, we're better off with Trump. Every every hypothetical or real-life debate you have with the leftist, with the mainstream NPC, you always have to bring the example to their doorstep, actually. Yeah. So if, if they're pro-Ukraine joining NATO... Ask them who is gonna from your household, who is going to fight the war? Are you, your brother, your son? Who's going to fight the war? You know, continue on that logic train of where, um, you know, if uh, you know, if we're going to be talking about, you know, getting a little off topic here, we're going to be talking about climate change. Okay, has your household started using less things since you've been interested in about climate change? Because all it's all about conservation minimalism minimal living you know have you have you spent less household items in the last couple of years since you've been interested in climate change so that's that's the kind of mental exercise i do but don't you don't you know virtue signaling is more about the signal than it is about virtue absolutely well said because we already know it's a game of bullshit (laughs) yeah but that's what these people are all about yeah what sounds good the what left looks good. What the left is pro war? When was a left pro war? Love and peace, baby. The fuck is that all about? Politics. This is what I realized. Politics is nothing but propaganda for the average citizen. Like there is no like there's there's no. It's gotten to a point where yeah, the how we arrived at this point of being anti-Putin and pro-Ukraine, which we would never thought this would happen. Um, to this point where we're at the like we've never been closer this close to war with Russia since basically the Cold War. Um, so it's basically an, an insane turnaround time of a couple of years and we're even less than that. And it's politics, but it's basically strong propaganda for the average citizen, the average American citizen that it's like, oh, the the yellow and blue fella heck just just everywhere just like virtual signaling like you said but because we want to be part of the choir and singing the same song so so yeah it's just masterfully it's so evil but it's so masterfully done that it's like goodness it's it is an actual perfect storm yeah 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 and and Granted, I haven't said anything all that specific about the geopolitics and all of this stuff with war. And I've stayed out of this issue, you know, since it began, because Mm -hmm. I'll admit, like, you know, we're going to get into um, uh, the bat flu in our next segment coming up. Um, But I actually felt pretty well informed about the bat flu through 2020 and 2021. Like I wasted a lot of my time researching, mm-hmm. reading articles, mm-hmm. listening to experts around the world, especially the experts who were banned and all these people. So mm-hmm. I knew a lot about what was going on. So I felt informed to make decisions for myself, but also share information that I learned. Mm-hmm. But with this Ukraine thing, I'm like, I'll admit, I don't know what the fuck is going on, mm-hmm. you know? And and then like today I came across this video from our our beloved Tulsi, mm-hmm. who um, I think you're a fan of as well. I'm a fan of. Yep. And um, and she told me about uh, Ukraine's version of democracy. Mm-hmm. Now here's something you are not going to hear on the mainstream media. What you do hear is warmongers arguing that we must protect Ukraine because it is a quote unquote democracy. But they're lying. Ukraine isn't actually a democracy. 
for example, to hold on to power, Ukraine's president shut down the three TV stations that were openly criticizing him and his policies, imprisoned the head of the opposition political party that had come in second place in their elections, and went and arrested and jailed that party's leaders. This is exactly what Putin has been accused of doing. But Ukraine did this all with the support of the United States. And I'm like, wow. So Ukraine sounds corrupt as fuck. And you've mentioned before about the corruption of Ukraine, I think, on this show. Corrupt. The and, corru- um, on the UN report, it makes a, annual, yeah. makes a regular report on the corrupt, corruption index of, a, I don't know if it's the UN Nations, but some global research agency does a corruption index report. And Ukraine is almost at the bottom. Not to mention that they're yeah. actively, openly anti-transsexual, anti-gay, so on and so forth. So it is not the the democratic. Ukraine is. Oh yeah, really? Oh yeah, it's a well, thing. How can that be? How can that be? Because Zelensky is like non-binary or whatever. How can that be? Well, it's he just does it because he is their king. He is beyond reproach. He has like canceled. The three major news broadcast broadcasting companies there. He's it is nothing short of a dictatorship over there now. It's not a matter of corruption. It is like a little regime. Prop- it's like an American pup, American puppet, basically. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's similar to what U.S. the the cozy relationship that U.S. has had with Saudi Arabia with other uh, Arabic countries. Like if they're, if the, if the left is so strong, uh, uh, for like, like pro Palestine and anti Israel, then they should also apply that same kind of critical analysis to, to the other allies that we have, you know, like be consistent. Like Saudi, the Saudis is not, it's not a nice place. It's really not a nice place. Right. Yeah. They're still under like Sharia law, aren't they? Like, won't they chop people's hands off if you steal or something? Like something that? like that. I mean, what's the yeah. the feminist movement that's going on for to remove the head coverings for women in Iran? I think that's still applied to some parts of Saudi Arabia. I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent sure. Don't quote me on that. But I'm sure there are a little a lot of parts where it's like very very anti-free in Saudi Arabia, along yeah. with Ukraine. Yeah, it's just when you think when you hear about Ukraine's version of democracy or this ally alliance that we have with Saudi Arabia, it, it really should make any American citizen or person in general stop and think for a second, like, are we really the good guys? Or like, what are our values as a country? Like, what do we really stand for? Is it all just virtue signaling? Is it yeah. all just, I miss the day. I never would and- say this, but I miss the days when the left and the Democrats would say like, we should stop being imperialist. This is what we're doing. We're continuing our U.S. American imperialism in Ukraine. Let's go police the world. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But like, yeah, last thing I'll say is like to, the, the same thing about um, like what Tulsi said. I hadn't ever heard this. Mm-hmm. And if she didn't say it there, I never would have heard it. Not that I watch CNN or mm-hmm. ABC News or whatever. But like if I were watching those, I would never hear this, mm-hmm. you know. And then I did watch what was an ABC or Good Morning America's little synopsis of the Italian prime minister. Now to Italy, where voters there elected Georgia Maloney to become the country's first female prime minister. She's also the leader of a far-right political party whose roots go back to post-World War II neo-fascists. And she's courted plenty of controversy for her ultra-conservative policies. She's spoken out against gay rights. She's anti-migration, anti-abortion. But And it's like, the far-right... Alt-right, she's got ties to Benito Mussolini and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, if I didn't actually hear the words of her speech, mm-hmm. which you brought up earlier, I'm like, which a lot of people probably haven't heard her actual words. A lot of people in America are just tuning into CNN and ABC yeah. News and hearing that. And they're like, if oh, you, no, if you, now we're screwed. Italy is being taken over by fascists. Yeah, you can't actually even, listen to her speech. It's just all these mainstream corporate press yeah. outlets talking about that cheat and it's i can't i can't contain my giddiness at the irony her party is called brothers of italy yeah. she's <laughs> the leader of brothers of italy that's so progressive i know it's so weird Viva Italia. 
Ah. Yeah, but she's conservative. But, yeah, it's that's a whole cluster, clusterfuck. You right go, there, girl. Right? Yeah, though. Yeah, you know. And the other ironic thing is how the media is hating on her now, mm-hmm. calling her a fascist yep. and stuff. And I'm like, you got a woman leader. Yeah, this is what you guys always want. Yeah. you wanted Kamala. You yeah. want this. That you want a woman in yeah. charge. You get a woman in charge, yeah. and you call her a fascist. Yeah, even though she's not. Yeah. And then you realize yep. they don't care about whether somebody's a woman or not. Yep. Look at Candace Owens. They don't care about black people. Yep. They don't care about people who are a woman or not. Yep. With Candace, you had a black person and a woman. Yep. They hate her. Yep. They would. They just want nothing. They hate her, want to get rid of her. Hmm. Even though she's a woman, even though she's black. It yep. tells you. They don't care about black people. They don't care about women. You're completely it's just about the political beliefs, the ideology does their ideology line up with our leftist ideology? Because if it doesn't, fuck them. You know that. Yeah, I don't know how people can't see this. It's it's so transparent. But it's it's one hundred percent what you said. It's 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 virtual signaling. But the emphasis is on the signaling, not the virtue. Not the virtue of being open, of being like the the whole point of being open to to not being racist is like focusing on character, focusing on merit, focusing yeah. on actions. But now meritocracy is racist. <laughs> now it's kind like bull, what kind of bullshit. Is now that? it's like get in line, say what everyone's saying, and don't don't stick your head out. It's it's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we've matured this subject, right? Yes, we have. This this subject is now matured. Well, there you have it. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you follow us on Spotify or your preferred podcast platform. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. And if you happen to use social media, come find us. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all those sorts of places at FMAO Show. And remember, don't be immature. Be the adult in the room. Subscribe for more.